0: Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. Now, if you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future content.
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Rising Kings podcast. I'm your host, Michael. And of course, with me, we've got the main man himself, Ben Solkell. Ben, what's going on, brother? Good to be here, man. Good good start to the day, brother. Soft sand
0: run, weight vest on, sun's out before we get a massive hit of rain. And uh, yeah, feeling good. Off the back of, again, another, another week without caffeine. It's happening, man. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs>
1: life is coming back I, I thought about you when I had my uh, caffeine mocha last night uh, <laughs> <Yeah. so laughs> wanted to, I wanted to take a picture and send it to you but I didn't I know I didn't know how you would respond to it
0: <laughs> it's one of those things it's like you know it, it's like when you give up anything at, for the first time you know when I first gave up alcohol all you wanted was alcohol when you first give up sugar all you wanted sugar you know and it's like this it's like you're giving up caffeine and all, all you're thinking about is oh man right now I've had a cup of coffee I'd feel so much better right now I've a cup of coffee I'd feel so much better however there's one thing I have really noticed when I come off caffeine is this there's there's a there's a much better base level you operate at so you don't get the extreme highs but you actually don't get the extreme lows and you kind of have this more grounded feeling through your days I love the high highs though like that's my vice it's the thing I'm working through it's what I chase you know in terms of adrenaline etc and so removing coffee or caffeine has removed those extreme highs that you get um, at times, so I'm down at this base level, which is which is good, man. It's keeping me much more calm and grounded, and I feel I feel good. I feel good. Like I don't feel worse being off caffeine at the moment. So I'm excited for the future of
1: this. Yeah, good, good. For me, when I gave up alcohol, I just I really didn't even like. I no longer have the desire for it. Like my friends and stuff, they'll, they'll go meet up and, and and have a couple. And for me, it's like, no, I'm just went cold turkey. Never even thought about it anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think about alcohol anymore. And there, there's it's pretty funny like I'm three and a half years straight not a sip however I've had the odd dream where I have a beer and I wake up in a bit of a panic because I'm like man it means I've broken my like 365 days times three and a half you know it's like oh I broke it and then I'm like oh it's just a dream I'm like oh Sweet, it's <laughs> <That's
1: laughs> right. wild. If you're ready, I just kind of want to jump into to yeah, this bro, topic. It's, it's rip in. Just kind of want to talk about the victim mentality. Um, yeah. And and this was a comment uh, that somebody had posted on uh, on one of our social channels. And I'll, I'll read it verbatim because when, when I read it, I would just go, man, that's that's a terrible thing to say. But yet at the same time, it's also how a lot of guys that are listening out there probably feel. Mm. Um, and I'll read mm. it. It says, it's all financial. Every one of your problems stems from being shafted by the man. Everything stems from there: relationship, marriages, children, homes, businesses, physical health, mental health, quality of life. Must find a way to crack the BS program of nine to five wages mentally or you will always be tense steps behind, wondering why do I f do I even bother, right? That's what this guy says. And I totally understand where this guy's coming from. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. And and I'm, sure. and I'm sure that most men again listening out there can relate to it as well. That if I had more money in the bank, everything in my life would be great, right? I wouldn't have to put in as many hours at work I would you know which would allow me to be able to spend more time with family which allows me to attend more you know football games more ballet recitals more time with the kids hell I'll even have you know more time and and money to take the partner out on the date right we'll be more connected because now I'm not going to be super stressed trying to make ends meet right you know I'm not going to be walking around like what we talked about in our last episode being Mr. Grumpy right? Like, mm. I'm going to be happier because I have more money. Um, So, my question to you is like, why bother? Why bother working on myself when it seems like, you know, the one percenters in life have sort of set me up to fail and live a miserable life? Yeah.
0: Man, look, I hear that guy's frustration and I get it because there, there is a there, there is a a reason that one would see the world through that lens, and I I've, I I share openly and honestly. Like I have honestly been that guy. Like I've been stuck in that place before for a long fucking time. Because what what essentially what he's saying is, you may as well just put all your time, effort, and energy into making as much money as possible, and that's what will solve all the problems. Right. If I have the money, that will elevate my health that will elevate my happiness that will elevate my marriage that will elevate me as a father that like it's it's he, he's essentially saying the root cause of all his problems and pain that he endures in his life all stems around Financial, the financial side. And he's saying, and the system is rigged because it's hard to make the money. And if it's hard to make the money, then it's hard to get all the things that we ever, ever desired. And man, if, if that's where you're at in life, like to, to the listeners, I, I get it and I hear you and I feel you. However, it's fucking wrong and it's actually debunked and it's a false sense of thinking. Uh, and I also think it's a, like you said before this is that that's a victim mentality what you are pretty much saying it's out of my fucking control it's fucking rigged why am i even bother getting out of bed in the morning may as well just piss around and fucking do nothing that's that's the way i live because i'm never going to eventuate to anything here's my challenge on it 10 years ago similar position to what that guy expressed challenged working hard trying to make money trying to make things work felt like nothing ever ever sort of came my way no matter how hard i tried no matter how much effort i put in right it was just like oh man it's just endless you know the arguments with my chosen one were always financial driven arguments you know it's like don't have the money for this don't have the when are we going on holidays fuck i don't you know i can't even afford this you know uh next bills due rents due you know how are we going to afford to have children it's like man it's just constant stress stress fuck can't deal with it too hard it's not going to work i went through a program or a piece in my life at that time that challenged me on this the guy's name is michael burnoff it was it was a program he ran anyway it was one of the questions that was brought up, and, and I may have shared this in a, in a previous episode of, of the podcast, but was essentially, man, operate the way you are now, go through your days. Now, through every time you come to a challenge, frustration, annoyance, something that pisses you off, you know, negative headspace, whatever it is, ask yourself the question, truthful question, if there's $10 million in the bank, would it be any different? Would you feel any different? At first, when I heard that statement, I was like, if i can kidding me, of course it would be. Wouldn't argue. I'd be happier. I'd be more fulfilled. I could I could do whatever it is I want. But then when I start, you know, when I started looking into it seriously, and I'm having an argument with my chosen one, I'm like, there's 10 million dollars in the bank right now. Would this argument still occur? And the truth was, yeah, it wasn't about the money. Uh, when I was frustrated and annoyed with things that were in my health or in my life, that you know, not feeling fulfilled, not feeling happy. So I came in. If there's 10 million dollars in the bank, would you still be feeling unfulfilled and unhappy right now? And it was like, yes. The truth is, yes. I didn't want to admit it, but the truth was, yes. That's when I started to realize, fuck, I'm playing the wrong game. I can walk around moping, fuck this, systems against me. Why do I bother? Or I can take a different approach and actually start to go, well, I can still show up as a great husband, regardless of the financial situation. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but I can still show up as my best self as a husband. I could still work on my health without money. Like, I don't need, you know, thousands of dollars in the bank to go and fucking get fit and healthy and strong and that, I don't need money in the bank to go and work on my mindset mentally in terms of meditation, journaling, figuring out my purpose, what it is I'm here to do. So all of a sudden, I went from victim modality to what I call the victor modality, which is like, I, I can make this how I want. I can either be a slave to the man, like the guy was saying, or I can just go, hey, you know what? I can fucking create the best out of what I have. Right now, I have fuck all money. I'm in debt, all that sort of stuff. But it's like, you know what? Make the best out of it, Ben. Start showing up as a better version of yourself. Start bringing positivity to the world. Start bringing some fucking light and engagement and excitement and passion and start putting that into your life. And that's, you know, I'm talking 10 years ago and where I am today, man, it's it's two two different worlds. Nothing really changed financially only, you know, only over the past couple of years. I, Like the finances didn't really change much over those first eight eight years of the last ten, but my mindset did. The way I approach life did, and I don't believe the system's rigged. I think it's it's more around well, what game? Firstly, what game is it that you're playing? My game isn't. I need to go and make one hundred million dollars. My game is. How do I experience the richness of life? You know, that's that's my sort of long-winded way that I would approach, you know, that conversation that that guy had because I, I really do believe it's all in one's mind and it's his perception or the person's perception of the world that's out there. That's the big difference.
1: I totally agree, right? And as, as most people know that are listening to this, You know, I'm in the Philippines, right? My life prior to being here, I was in the States making really good money and was around people that was making, you know, two, three hundred, five hundred a year. And I always considered to me, like in, in around that circle of friends, that I was sort of, you know, the poorest out of all of them, still making decent money. But the game that we were playing at that time was to have the latest and greatest of everything. Mm. Was I necessarily happy? No. Maybe once I bought something new, I was yeah, maybe happy yeah. for, you know, two or three weeks or maybe a month. Mm. Well, certainly uh, until the next year comes around and the newest and latest of whatever was out there as well now I'm in a position where I'm not making as much and I'm around you know, certain communities that I have to drive through that aren't necessarily ideal. Some of these areas that I drive through and I see it makes you wonder and go, damn, how, how do they do it? How can they put a smile on their face knowing mm-hmm. that they're living in certain conditions? When I was younger, I had an opportunity to travel pretty much every island between Hawaii and Guam all throughout Micronesia. And same thing, You know, it's like, how can some of these people still have a smile on their face, even though they don't necessarily have a quote unquote real roof over their head, but yet they're genuinely smiling. Yet you look at some of the people in in the Western society, Europe, in Americas and stuff like that, that have, you know, three, four, five, six, seven cars, you know, have a massive Mm -hmm. 10 bedroom house, Mm -hmm. living on a beautiful sort of house right off, you know, San Diego, and yet walking around pissed off all the time. (laughs) And it's like, well, how do these two different things, you know, can be happy? Where essentially one would want the other person's world, right? One would want to have the seven houses or the seven cars with, you know, the 10 bedroom house. And the other one just kind of wants to be able to smile. Yeah. And I feel like if you walk around with this pissed off mentality all the time or this mindset of I'm the victim, we've been set up, we've been rigged for us to fail and no longer make it out of this whatever situation that we're in that is generational. And I heard a quote the other day and it was like, you know, if you, or a statement that if you look at every single successful family, that there's always been that one person that decided to change and that change has made, has been generational. And for me, I feel like in my family that I genuinely feel like it's me. You know, my parents were immigrants going into the states. We literally, when I first got to the States at nine years old, we lived in a one-bedroom house or one-bedroom apartment, had to walk literally three miles to get to school. And it's like one of these things where you can think of yourself as a victim or you can go, well, fuck it. I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make a difference. And I'm not a highly educated individual. And the only thing that I decided to do was educate myself and make sure that I surround myself with people that are going to push me to be better and have this mentality of, I'm not going to let the man hold me down.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%, man. I think, you know, if if you get caught up in that victim mentality, like there's a level of hopelessness that surrounds oneself. It's like, if if you fall into hopeless, like what I mean by hopeless, like there is no hope. If you think whatever it is about society and the way it's set up, and, and it's a Against you, and it's designed for you to fail. If that's what you're, if that's the script you're running in your head, that is a hopeless mentality. And yeah, of course, why would you even fucking bother? Because you've got to be ha- having some pretty dark conversations with yourself. But when you realise it's just a construct, it's just there, whether it's rigged against you or not, that's not even your fucking concern. Your concern is what are you doing in order to find your best self, your fulfilment, your happiness in your world. You know, it was um one of the brothers brought it up uh, after Code Black where he's he talked about just focusing on his one square meter. And I think this is where it's like, Oh, it's against me, the rig, the fucking society, it's all it's all rigged, it's trying to fucking bring me down, the big fucking man, whatever the whatever the fuck that means. It's like it's like, dude, why don't you just focus on your one square meter? What does that look like? Mm. What does that look like? Just just don't worry about the man for now. <laughs> let What 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 can you do in your small, little, tiny, little realm of the world that you can influence? I.e., your marriage, i.e., your kids, i.e., your own health. Because what I what what I would challenge here is a lot of people in that victim mentality. Man, they don't even. They're, they're not even focusing on the fucking basics. They're trying to use. I uh, and. I'd like to have this topic at some point on uh, on the podcast, man, where we talk about this notion of excuses, hmm. because i I think it's I think it's an excuse. It's an easy I'm cup the fucking up, fucking man. Totally easy cup up. I I can blame shitty results in my life on it's rigged. That's why I don't have any money. It's fucking the man's against me. That's why I don't have results. That's why I'm angry. That's why I yell at the wife. That's why I don't have time for the kids. Because the fucking man, he's against me. It's rigged. That's why. That's why I'm fucking 20 kilos overweight. That's why I'm addicted to sugar. That's why I'm fucking addicted to porn. That's why I fucking drink everywhere. Because yeah, of the fucking man. Yeah, you're right. It's the fucking man. Oh, now it's like, sweet. Like that, that is the easy path to justify living a low vibrational life. And I get it. Yeah, comfortable. But what happens when it's like, why are there others that have shown that that is not the case? What are they doing? How are they operating? how are they bringing joy fulfillment and happiness into their world in the same socioeconomic environment so i think oh, it's it got a- lucky <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well i think that's because i played that game for a while too so i would hear podcasts like this i would read books about you know the successful guys i would you know watch clips etc about all these guys that would have a similar conversation to this 10 years ago right I'd be like oh, it's fucking all right for him mate he's got money right oh, it's all right for him he's successful but what I didn't realize at the time was he's not there saying, hey, it's fucking easy. He's just saying, "There's a, I, I've gotten to this point by doing the work on myself. Like, And that's where I'd challenge any guy where it's like, oh, it's fucking easy for you, Ben. Oh, it's easy for you, Michael. You know, you've got fucking money. The fucking, you know, you've, you, you've got this business, rising kings, all this sort of stuff. But it's like, brother- if I if I held if I grabbed your hand and we went back 10 years and I took you on that journey, I guarantee <laughs> six months in, man, you'd be letting go of my hand going, I, I can't fucking deal with this, man. This is too hard. I don't want to go, <laughs> I don't want to go on that journey. I'll go stay back over here and blame it on the man and fucking deal here. You gotta be willing to fucking push. You know? This is the difference between victim mentality, victor. I think it's as black and white as that, man, based off that that man's statement. Like I appreciate the brother and the man needs to share his his thoughts and feelings. This is great. Hey, open communication. Get the shit off your chest. However, if you're gonna if you're gonna put that stuff out there, be prepared to actually allow stuff like this to come back and say, hey man, I want to challenge you on that statement. What if you could look at it through this lens? What if you could, nah, nah, fuck, that doesn't work, I fucking tried it all before. It's like, how how long have you tried it for? Well, I tried this program for fucking this week. I tried a you know, I did a fucking three month thing. I did a 18 week fucking it's like Dude, I'm talking invest the next five years of your life into the work. Then we'll have that conversation. You know, if you've if you've tried something for 10 years consistently and it didn't work, cool, I'll take that. But I'm yet to find a person who hasn't invested in themselves for any less than five years that hasn't just completely transformed their entire life. Man, the, thing, the truth is that you invest in yourself for a year, like really fucking work on that new type of mentality, uh, the victor mindset and showing up that way. I would I would put money on. I guarantee your life would be fucking different.
1: But you know most people that are listening or those guys that are feeling this way that are listening to this right now is gonna sit there and go, Ah, can't do it, right? Another excuse, another excuse. But at the end of the day, we all know what that excuse is. It's just that. It's just a BS excuse. Because yeah. putting in that work is putting gonna, in the work. It's 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 work, right? And it's one of these things where it's like, Dude, I already work nine to five. Why why and I just it has to be easy from there. Why can't it <laughs> just, just be easy? Exactly, mm. right? Like I spoke to a gentleman the other day, and he's like. I can't afford to work on myself, but I, I'm serious about working on myself. I go, <laughs> what are the things that you do? Well, I'm the motorbikes, you know, I got a boat and I got this. And it's like, okay, you have all of these things, but yet for somehow, some way, you can't afford to work on yourself. You can't have another, you know, hour and a half a day to work on you. Mm. You can't go out there and buy a, you know, a blank journal and a pen and start writing things down. And it's like, I can't, I don't have the time for that. And it's like, you know, it's so easy to blame other people for the problems that we have. But yet, rarely do we ever look in the mirror and go, well, what are you doing?
0: Because it's confronting, man. That's what I reckon the challenge is for a lot of guys. It's confronting to own up. Yeah, shit. I'm not playing the way I I could and should be playing. You're right. I need to fucking reprioritize. I need to shake things up because that's uncomfortable. And so we wanna stay comfortable, man. We like it's it's using the analogy analogy of a warm shower. We just wanna stay in the fucking warm shower. Mm. We just wanna stay. It's like if, if all of a sudden you're like, Hey man, uh, do you know there's a better path here, but you gotta put the, the shower on cold and it will do this for you. Again, just an analogy. Ninety nine percent of people will be like, no, fuck that man. I'm not doing that. Too hard. Too hard. But it's like, but look look at look at the the change look at the look look at the absolute beautiful shift that will occur should you do that nah nah fuck it it's not it's not meant to be it's meant to be warm it's meant to stay this way da, da, da. and so we use all these excuses because transformation is fucking uncomfortable admitting that you're not doing the things that you need to be doing is fucking confronting and i think this is the challenge a lot of us have because we get caught in our own ego we don't want to get uncomfortable and we don't want to go ah oh, that guy's right. No, fuck him. I'm right. I want to fucking be the I want to be the guy who fucking decides what I want to do. Cool man. But don't expect things to change if that's the case. Cuz I think like you said in there before, I can't afford to work on myself. It doesn't even cost money. It's like it doesn't even cost time really. It's it's it, the cost is priority. That's the true cost of it. Actually, the cost is discomfort. That's the cost. That's the investment. The investment is discomfort because for a guy to find 10 minutes in his day to do some mindfulness work, that's uncomfortable. For a guy to replace his warm shower with a cold shower, that's uncomfortable. For a guy to invest or to put 10 minutes into journaling a day, that's uncomfortable. For a guy to get out there and exercise, like proper exercise each day for a lot, it's uncomfortable to cut out the alcohol, to cut out the sugar, to cut out porn, to cut out all the distractions through fucking Facebook and Instagram and Netflix and all this sort of stuff to, to, to start cutting that back. It's fucking uncomfortable, man. So you got to make that shift. You got, got to, I think the big thing here that we want to get to is the victim mindset. In order to shift it, you got to really have a hard conversation with yourself and say, I'm committed because I'm committed to changing because I don't want to fucking keep living this way. That was the shift for me. It was just like, I don't want to fucking live like this anymore. And I genuinely didn't. It wasn't a kind of want to change. It was like, I don't want to be that type of fucking guy. Like, man, I was done with the anger, frustration, annoyance, triggered, blaming everyone else. I was done with it. And so I made a commitment to myself. I don't want to be that guy anymore. 10 years on, still in the work, still transforming, still evolving. But I fucking stuck to my commitment. I'm not that guy anymore.
1: Curious. So right now, the guy's mentality is, if I had more money, everything in my life would be great, right? But how can we change that mindset of, let me be great so that everything that I ever want can come? Gratitude for what you have right now. he's a truth. If you
0: can't find the gratitude with what you currently have, it won't matter how much more you attain, you will still feel the same way. You think about it. Go back to your 20s. Go back to your teens. Now, I was living off 20 bucks a week. right? At uni, 20 bucks a week was my, my the money I earned. All I thought was, man, if I could just earn fucking thousand bucks a month, I'd be fucking way happier. I leave uni. I get a job. I get a really high paying job as soon as I left uni. I, I fucking worked hard and I got this job with Accenture. I went from 20 bucks a week to, um, it's probably about 70 or 80 grand a year, right? Any happier? <laughs> no, man. Spent all my money fucking drinking alcohol to numb the pain because then I was pissed off. Oh, I got to fucking go to work every day. I got to work so hard. I got to work till late in, the, late in the evening. So I was still frustrated. Move to another job, get more money. Oh, man, like now I got to work even harder. Now I got to fucking, now this boss is doing this. Hey, and It just, all, all that happened was more, I was getting more money, but my frustration and annoyance was was just at the exact same level, if not fucking worse. And it took, like I said, 10 years ago to go, what is wrong with this picture? It's not about how much money you earn. It's you are not grateful for what you have already been. I couldn't even be grateful I had a fucking car. I couldn't even be grateful I could walk to the kitchen and get a clean glass of drinking water. I couldn't even be grateful for the fact that, hey, yeah, money's tight. I can still pay the bills. There's still a roof over your head. I sleep in a bed with clean sheets. I stay warm in winter. I have clothes on. You know, I I was annoyed and frustrated because I couldn't go and buy a fucking go out to dinner every night I wanted to. I couldn't go and buy the next latest gadget. I couldn't buy the next iPhone or iPad. I had to think about it. It's like, dude playing the wrong game. Be grateful. Like You seriously have to do the work on finding gratitude for what you already have so that as it evolves, as more stuff comes into your world, it's like, ah, this is awesome. This is just icing on my cake. Beautiful. I'm so grateful for this. Because I think a lot of us, we don't even have gratitude anymore, man. We're just taking everything for fucking granted. I'm the same, man. I got to catch myself every day and remind myself, man, you got to be grateful. For everything you have because it's at any point this could be taken away from you so don't fuck around and don't take it for granted be grateful i think that's that'd be my message man
1: so with the guy that sort of you know feels like he's been shafted in every which way right to that guy what do you say to him why does he need to work on himself and how can doing so change his life i'll say this to him because i'm saying it back to me when i was in that mood dude you're
0: not that fucking important that the man's trying to shaft you (laughs) <laughs> no, you're not that important. Ben, 10 years ago, oh man, everyone's fucking, it's like no one gives a shit about you, Ben. No one cares. No one cares if you succeed or fail right now. You, you're you the one carrying on with the story. That's just the ego. Thinking that someone and something is actually pinpointing you to go, hey, I want you to fail, man. Dude, no one's got the time, effort, and energy to do that. I would say we live in a more hopeful world of, I want that guy to do well. The guy who's listening who might be in there, I want you to succeed, brother. I want you to feel great. I want to inspire you to take some action. I want to empower you that it's in you. It's not the environment around you. That's my message to that guy because that's Ben 10 years ago. Dude, you're not that. No, no, no one's out trying to bring you down. If anything, most people want you to succeed, man. So fucking step up, step into it level up, elevate the way you operate in all the things that you can influence right now and be grateful, be grateful for every little thing you have right in front of you. Because if you're listening to this podcast, dude, come on, that's fucking, you got some form of electronic
1: device that plays this. If you can't even be grateful for that, man, where do you go? (laughs) That's Ben Sokol, and I'm Michael, and this has been another episode of the rising kings podcast
0: stay strong so that's it for this week's show we really hope you enjoyed it Uh, make sure that you head over to itunes uh, rate and review the show this really helps us get the message out there to ensure we're doing our part in helping others you know raise their standards and live to their highest order also too if you haven't already you can apply to join our free facebook group where we take this conversation deeper and further and then finally if you want additional resources etc head over to risingkings.com.au have an awesome week stay strong